Hi everyone. Welcome to Seed Planters with the Cameron family. We meet weekly via video to discuss a new keyword and what we've learned in life regarding each new word. My name is Michelle. I'm Suzette. And I'm Nicole. And I'm Jocelyn. We're three sisters sharing our thoughts with our dad. Join us for today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another uh, conversation, continued conversation with the Sea Planters, the Cameron family. Um, we're going to continue with our discussion of the word promise. And where we left off last episode was with um, how we're figuring out or talking about how the word applies to God. So we'd heard the some scriptures um, talking about promise and we'd heard some reflections from some of the family members. And so we'll continue with answering that question. And I'm going to go next. Um, and so with me hearing the scriptures that were read, um, I think what I gathered from some of them was that, you know, when God made a promise that sometimes it wasn't going to be immediate, you know, sometimes it wasn't going to be that, um, you know, poof there, it pops up in front of you. So like with, um, him promising, you know, a child, it wasn't going to be the next day that she was going to deliver the baby, you know, and even in the midst, in the built into the promise was the fact that there was going to be a delay. There's going to be at least, you know, nine, 10 months. And it happened. It did happen. It happened in the timing that it was supposed to happen. It's what the scripture said, you know, it happened as God had said. And, um, and so with that, you kind of have to know that you probably will have to wait. And in the waiting, you just have to build up your faith. So you are holding on to the promise, knowing that soon you will see it. So even in the time frame when you don't see it, you stand strong, knowing that the time will come. Um, and so that's kind of what I gathered um, from hearing the scriptures and something that applies to the characteristic, one of the characteristics of God or just life, I think, too, because we live within the space of time as humans. And so that's part of the process for us. And I'll um, open the floor up for uh, my sister, Michelle, to give her thoughts. Yes. Yeah, so what came to mind just now is that anytime God makes a promise, there's always some kind of a, remi a reminder that this promise was made. And the first thing that popped in my head was the rainbow. So, you know, we, we I didn't read any scriptures about the rainbow earlier, but when Noah, for those who are not familiar with the story, Noah was um, tasked with the, the job of building an ark. Uh, I've seen replicas of what the ark would have looked like based on the dimensions. That thing was humongous. It took him 120 years to build it with the technology that they had back then. And two of every animal or seven of the an of each animal that was for sacrifice were loaded on along with him and his children and their spouses, him and his wife and his children and their spouses. And the, the rains came for the first time on earth and it washed away everything and everyone. And after some time, they were able to come out of the ark and come back onto a renewed world and renewed land. And the reminder that we will not be inundated with a flood like that anymore 
is the promise shown by a rainbow. So when rain falls, many times, if you look carefully enough, sometimes it's really faint, sometimes it's very visible, you will see rainbows. And people may not understand the origin of a rainbow, so they might think of it mainly as a scientific phenomenon. But those of us who are believers and have seen the description in the Bible, we know where it came from. And when I see a rainbow, first of all, I'm always mesmerized by them. But when I see a rainbow, the one thing I remember is that whatever God has already promised me personally, that it's coming. Like he doesn't tell you something and then turn around and say, oh, it's not going to I changed my mind. So that's the part that I, that keeps me going, that builds my faith. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing on um, how we hear the word promise applying to God. Um, I'm going to ask another question. Um, So can you think of a time when the word promise had significant meaning for you or for someone close to you. So um, this is kind of like storytelling time. It doesn't have to be a 10 minute story, but you know, something that you can relate uh, that the, the listeners can get a practical, I guess, example, maybe a, a, a current, you know, something in this lifetime, because we're talking about the Bible and scriptures um, for some of our examples or some of our, um, inspiration for what we've been discussing, but is there something in your life that you could think of or some one that is close to you that the word promise had a significant meaning? Well, I think I'll answer first then. Um, so I can think about my, I, I guess I can think about my, my, my son. Um, so he was born with a medical challenges. We can say he has a complex medical history. And um, one of the things that I know was promised to me before I even had him, so before I even delivered him, was that everything would be okay. So no matter what happened, we were all going to be okay, whether it's myself, my husband, my child. um, And, you know, of course, the promise was given to me even before I knew any of his medical hurdles that he was going to have to overcome. And so in the midst of every one of those hurdles, that was something that kind of would resonate with me, that no matter what any other doctor may say or how things may look, I knew that my child was going to be okay. And that is something now that I speak into him now that he's you know, older and I kind of boost him. So it doesn't even matter what, you know, how long his list of medical diagnoses is, he's still okay. And he's still going to be kept in the palm of God's hand and he's secure and he will thrive. And so, you know, I speak that to him and I hold on to that. So it was definitely, it was and has been a, a big encouragement to me. Um, and, you know, kind of piggybacking a little bit on what Michelle said in terms of God giving reminders. My reminder is every single hurdle that he's overcome, every single challenge that he's faced and fought through and come out as, as stronger and as a survivor, then those are the reminders that God continues to be faithful and that he keeps his promises. So that's my little story. And I'll see if anyone else has anything to add. Hi, this is Suzette. Um, 
I was thinking as Nicole was speaking, I thought about what something significant. So uh, what was significant just last year was at the beginning of the pandemic was um, when things started to change really fast. Um, I was laid off from my job. Um, the children were put out of school. So everybody was basically on lockdown, um, quarantined. And then all of a sudden life has to change. You have to figure out how to um, help your children educationally. And at the same time, figure out how you're going to support or help to support your family. Um, be some kind of a contributing factor uh, financially and um, spiritually and emotionally. So um, what was significant was um, the Lord just reminding me that, you know, now is the time to spend more time with me now that you're not as distracted. Um, and then um, as things started to unfold, he started to show, which is something that was mentioned uh, previously a while back to the family, that the Lord wanted to fulfill his promise that he had made to our mom uh, through us. So he wanted to use each, each individual um, one of, his, of her seeds, basically, to do something significant to fulfill the promises that he made to her and the things that she prayed for specifically to be accomplished. She always did say that she was not done with her work. And because she was not done, the, she asked the Lord to have her children complete the work. And it's not something that we knew. It was just um, through prayer and the Lord revealing certain things, um, showing me that it was very significant for him to keep his promise to her because she asked. She prayed. She asked. She was a devout um, child of God. And we saw it in her life, the example that she lived. She never, ever compromised. And her focus was always on God. She never wanted to associate with, with what was wrong. Anything that was displeasing to God, she would shun evil, literally. And she would always speak the truth and live the truth. And for that reason, God is obligated to honor what she asked. And so it leaves a great responsibility on us all three to make sure that we do fulfill and walk in the promises that the Lord has for us. So questioning him, sometimes you do have questions as to if this is really what you want me to do. But one reassurance that he did give me was if I open the door, walk through it. So you will know that I opened the door because I'm going to speak to your heart. So he speaks to you first and he, and then he, the manifestation takes place. So there's nothing that's going to take us literally by surprise, but it may happen faster than we expect. So that is the significant thing that came out of the word promise was that God says, I have to, I am obligated to keep my promise to Elaine M. Cameron because of her life or Emily Cameron rather <laughs> because of the life that she lived. She is my child. She um, honored me. She respected me. She always gave me the glory and I am obligated to keep the promise. So we have a great mantle on our shoulders 
and we have to walk in what the Lord has for us. Um, there will be a lot that will be manifested this very year, and he is only just beginning. So I wanted to follow up on that one. Um, I, I get excited every time I hear this. Um, Suzette just mentioned um, the story of my mom, and for those of you listening who do not know us at all, um, our mother passed away um, within a year of our family reuniting in the United States. Um, we're originally from the island of Jamaica, and it was a very traumatic time when she passed. But we knew that she knew God. That's one thing. That was one of our biggest assurances that, you know, the day will come when we will see her again. Um, and we also knew that she was a praying woman. But I don't think we knew the depths of the prayers that she prayed until just recently when um, Suzette shared with us what she um, discovered when she had her special times of prayer, especially during the pandemic. And I also wanted to give a little bit of a background. I'm not going to say too much more, but we started meeting during the, the early parts of the pandemic to pray because we, well, I know that I was concerned first about the health and safety of my family. Um, we are scattered around the country. We don't all live in the same area. So we don't see each other often, which is why this is a special time for us when we meet every week. And so um, the prayer times evolved and became what you are listening to right now. And these times have grown our faith and have encouraged us, has, has helped to anchor us. Um, the word promise, this is part of the promise, I believe, for our family. And so this is something we never saw coming, I, I can tell you that. And that I believe that these times God will continue to show himself strong in and through our lives. And we'll, um, I'll stop here. Okay, this is Jocelyn. <laughs> um, I'm back. <laughs> um, actually, I just want to put it back on what Suzette um, and Michelle have said. And, uh, you know, I'm listening in intently because some of those things she had actually said to me, but I know as a fact that her life was exemplary when it comes to uh, serving the Lord, obeying the instructions and commands that he left for all of us. And I, I really appreciated her so very much so very much that um, I reflect on her and her life so very often over the years, so very often, you know, she would play. And one of the reasons why, too, why that is happening, one of the reasons is that that name lives with you, <laughs> lives on. <laughs> uh, lives on because Suzette's made a name. Uh, <laughs> is one of those names. And my current wife's name is the same name, Elaine. And 
you know, there is something there, like an affinity. It's, it's just so very nice. Sometimes I just sit down and do a reflection. And uh, while I'm doing that, I'm thinking about her even up to the last moment. But then I, you know, after life, but then I would spread it out. I'll go wider. And I remember those days, you know, early days of life and later on. And she was a very serious person in anything that she was doing. She was serious about her children. She was serious about her family in general. And, you know, she, she didn't really joke around like a few people make jokes about things. She was just choosing her words wisely and precisely for anything that she's dealing with and how she was dealing with it. And I, I, I certainly appreciate her. Certainly appreciate her. Oh, man. But, you know, they said in the by and by, <laughs> we're going to be together. Um, the functions will be the same, but we will know one another face to face. And I look forward to that. And one of the things um, that affects me, not really affects me in the sense that it's hurting me, but one of the things that's also on my mind recently, and I'm thinking about it, um, you know, I'm going up in age, <laughs> and for some reason, I just believe that my wife is also going up in age, and for some reason, I believe that, you know, Someday, we might need some help from certain quarters, or some quarters, doesn't matter. And I, I thought about it, but I never expressed it verbally. And Michelle, eldest daughter, she came <laughs> to me and was saying, well, you know, I'm joining you at your church, and the reason for that was that the Lord wants me to be there to support you, to help you. And, you know, I've been thinking about it. I said, well, you know, she knows I move around and I get behind the things. But then she has decided that she wants to help with, you know, my shopping, or shopping, and I said, okay, and I tell you, sometimes I even forgot that I needed to have things, or we needed to have things from the store, or the market, whatever place it is that she was shopping, and she would call me up and say, oh, I didn't hear anything from you, <laughs> you know, you need to send me over your list. <laughs> And I said, my, 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 you know, she promised that she would not forget to do that, and she has not forgotten. She's always there. She said, the Lord sent me by you for a purpose. And I started thinking about, well, I believe he sent you, but what is the purpose? <laughs> and now I realize, you know what? COVID 
the coronavirus, COVID-19 came. And she said, oh, no, you're not going out there to the store. You guys, you're not going out there. And she chose certain hours to go there and shopping for us. And I tell you, I appreciate it so much. And that is such a blessing. So, you know, that is special. I couldn't forget about that. And I've had other promises too, <laughs> you know, um, from others. From other, well, Suzanne, Nicole has been promising me as well. You know, you don't have to worry about it. Come back to us. <laughs> I'm thinking about it and I think about the same. Uh, I'll tell you later why I'm saying that. <laughs> hmm. Blessings and God for you all. God. All right, family, thank you so much for um, sharing. Um, and thank you for your insight, your thoughts, um, and for conversation. I'm just going to give a final, I guess, summary of what I've heard everyone discuss today um, about the word promise. And so, you know, promise definitely occurs within the context of relationship, and it gives you something to hold on to. And when we think about God, um, God is the greatest, the most ultimate promise giver, as well as the ultimate promise keeper. So whatever he says, it will occur. And, you know, the timing we may not know, but we know at some point we will see it. And in the midst of um, the waiting, we just have to hold on to it. He will give us reminders of his promise. And um, we just have to increase our faith and hold on to know that we will see it manifested um, and know that God always honors what he promises us. Uh, I'm going to close out in prayer and um, I'm, I'm praying that each person receives something, you know, each of our listeners, as well as the family members that participated in the conversation that we received something that we're encouraged um, because of today's uh, discussion. So I'm going to pray, dear God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you, God, that you are God Almighty, that there is no one like you. And because of this, you control the world. You created this world and you created mankind. You also gave us the opportunity to have long lasting relationship with you and to be able to commune with you. I thank you, God, for the promise of eternal life, which was given to us through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. I thank you, God, that you open that up to all people and that your promises are for all people who trust in you. Ask your Father, God, that your word will become real to us, will become life to us, that we will hear your voice through the words when we read scripture and that we will listen for you, dear God, during our times of communication with you, which is in the context of prayer. Ask your Father, God, that your name will be glorified in everything that we do. And we look to you, dear God, for everything that we need. We ask you, God, that you will be our fence of protection, that you will be our shield, that you will fight for us when we need you, dear God, and that we can trust in who you are. I thank you, God, for preservation of life. I thank you for promises. I thank you for giving us purpose. And I thank you for family. Ask your Father, God, that you will watch over each and every one of us as we go through our week. Give us the energy, give us the um, words to say, 
Give us um, protection, dear God. Unite us, dear God, to be who you have designed us to be. And as your Father, God, that you will anoint your work to be fulfilled in this world. Anoint our leaders, dear God, to listen to your voice and that their promises, if it's from campaigns or for caring for those under them, that their promises will be fulfilled and they will be coming together to glorify you. We thank you for this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, So God bless you. And I hope that something that you heard today blesses your life, that it'll be something that you'll be thinking about during the week. And um, it will pull you closer to our Heavenly Father. And we will meet up with you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Seed Planters with the Cameron family. Join us for our next episode next week.